Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Leviticus chapter 17. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites, and say to them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Any Israelite who sacrifices an ox, a lamb, or a goat in the camp or outside of it, instead of bringing it to the entrance to the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, that person shall be considered guilty of bloodshed. They have shed blood and must be cut off from their people. This is so the Israelites will bring to the Lord the sacrifices they are now making in the open fields. They must bring them to the priest, that is, to the Lord, at the entrance to the tent of meeting and sacrifice them as fellowship offerings. The priest is to splash the blood against the altar of the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting and burn the fat as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. They must no longer offer any of their sacrifices to the goat idols to whom they prostitute themselves. This is to be a lasting ordinance for them and for the generations to come. Say to them, Any Israelite or any foreigner residing among them who offers a bird offering or sacrifice and does not bring it to the entrance to the tent of meeting to sacrifice it to the Lord must be cut off from the people of Israel. I will set my face against any Israelite or any foreigner residing among them who eats blood, and I will cut them off from the people. For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. Therefore I say to the Israelites, None of you may eat blood, nor may any foreigner residing among you eat blood. Any Israelite or any foreigner residing among you who hunts any animal or bird that may be eaten must drain out the blood and cover it with earth, because the life of every creature is in its blood. That is why I have said to the Israelites, You must not eat the blood of any creature, because the life of every creature is in its blood. Anyone who eats it must be cut off. Anyone, whether native-born or foreigner, who eats anything found dead or torn by wild animals, must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be ceremonially unclean until evening, then they will be clean. But if they do not wash their clothes and bathe themselves, they will be held responsible. Now, there's some interesting things in this chapter, and I just want to mention the place of sacrifice was very significant. The people of God were not allowed to just sacrifice anywhere they wanted to, in the camp, outside the camp, in the woods, on the mountains, whatever. They were to bring the sacrificial offerings in a very prescribed way to the tabernacle of Moses and hand them over to the priest. And the priest had a procedure. And so apparently, this place of sacrifice, until the temple itself was built in Jerusalem, the place of sacrifice was mobile, but it was always attached to the tabernacle of Moses. And so this offering of animals, the offering of blood and so forth, there were procedures for it. But the surrounding people, everywhere they were traveling, had their procedures for sacrifice as well. 
And apparently the Israelites were taking up some of the customs of those around them. And so we read in in verse 7, they must no longer offer any of their sacrifices to the goat idols to whom they prostitute themselves. Now these goat idols, what are the goat idols? The term most likely refers to the image of a satyr. I don't know if you've ever seen a satyr, half man, half goat. And so it has the legs of a goat and it has the head of a man or the body of a, of a man. I don't know whether there is a demon that looks like this or whether it's just some traditional creature or idol that was worshipped, but this was definitely worshipped in the areas that they were traveling through. These goat men, satyrs, and um, that word is not in the text, but the it refers to goat idols. Apparently there were idols made of them um, that the people were offering the sacrifices both to Yahweh, but in the prescribed manner for these goat idols, or maybe in the proximity to these goat idols. And so the Lord was very clear that um, uh, they didn't um, offer sacrifices to those demons, those Seder-like demons, and uh, uh, the Lord did not allow the offering of sacrifices except where he had prescribed for the sacrifices to be made in the temple system. And then there's a a section on this where three times uh, the Lord says the life of the creature is in the blood. And he makes um, very clear that it's the blood and only the blood that makes atonement. Let me read um, verse 10 through 14. I will set my face against any Israelite or any foreigner residing among them who eats blood, and I will cut them off from the people. For the life of a creature is in its blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. Therefore, I say to the Israelites, none of you may eat blood, nor may any foreigner residing among you eat blood. Any Israelite or any foreigner residing among you that hunts any animal or bird that may be eaten must drain out the blood and cover it with earth, because... The life of every creature is in its blood. This is why I've said to the Israelites, you must not eat the blood of any creature, because the life of every creature is in its blood. Anyone who eats it must be cut off. And so this prohibition about um, eating blood, this carries over to the New Testament. It's interesting that this was emphasized over and over again in the Old Testament. As a general rule, for Christians, things that are not restated or emphasized in the New Testament, are not applicable to Gentile believers. But this prohibition against eating blood and this care taken with blood was emphasized in Acts chapter 15. In Acts 15, there was a council held to discuss the Gentiles that were turning to God and receiving Jesus as the Messiah. And so they came up with a very short list of things that that were required, if you will, of Gentiles. And so one was to abstain from food polluted by idols, abstain from sexual immorality, abstain from the meat of strangled animals, and abstain from eating blood. This is Acts chapter 15, verse 20. To abstain from blood was an Old Testament prohibition, but it carries over to us as Christians too. Why? Because the life is in the blood. Now, I'll tell you a brief story. Some of you have heard of Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew wrote a very famous book maybe 40 years ago called God's Smuggler. But in more recent times, he's been ministering to uh, Muslims. He ministered frequently 
in the different refugee camps around Israel to, to Muslims. And on one occasion, when this was new to him, he thought, well, I'll go in and share just kind of a, a simple gospel message, but I won't be too provocative. In this particular occasion, some of the leadership of the various factions had gathered, and uh, Brother Andrew started, and, and apparently one of the leaders, a Muslim leader, was not satisfied with this presentation, and he kept saying, tell them about the blood, tell them about the blood, tell them about the blood, and ultimately, Brother Andrew did. He started talking about the blood of Jesus and how only the blood makes atonement according to the Old Testament. Only the blood of Jesus makes atonement according to the New Testament. And so this message, this bloodless message, wasn't going anywhere until Brother Andrew was, by his own testimony, corrected by a Muslim who's insisted that Brother Andrew tell him about the blood and how the blood of Jesus makes atonement for our sins. And so The life is in the blood, friends. There are dietary restrictions regarding blood, but it's because atonement is made with the blood. Now, there was no prohibitions like this in the ancient Near East other than through Judaism. So the the ritual use of blood was um, uh, was not handled the same way. The, The eating of blood and blood being used for atonement and so forth, this was something unique to the worship of Yahweh, and it pre-stated the future fulfillment by Christ. This was, it presaged it. It um, uh, it presented atonement through the blood sacrifice that would ultimately be made in the form of God's own Son. And so, Lord, we thank you that for me and for everyone listening, atonement has been made, perfect atonement by the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who was slain from the foundation of the world. May everyone listening to my voice receive the benefit of that blood sacrifice. Lord, we thank you that provision has been made. Give us grace to receive the provision that was made through Jesus. We pray these things now in his precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.